Welcome to the Get It Done Podcast. I'm your host, Jimmy Ryan. Today, we are interviewing Don and Gino. Let's get it done. Get It Done Podcast is sponsored by Team Get It Done. And we have a new sponsor to to the Get It Done Podcast. That is Momentum Builder 2023. I was talking to Don and Gino about this. Hey, listen, we got to do the biggest discount that we possibly can get. You know, this is Jimmy Ryan's podcast. You know, we got to get something, you know, big and epic on this. So the biggest discount, if you're considering going to Momentum Builder, we're going to get into it, but we have the biggest discount possible right now. And it's for $231 off. I, I told him like, hey, you know, $200, that's great. But you know, my lucky number is 231. Can we, can we, can we kick in an extra $31? So they've agreed to it. And all you got to do is put in Jimmy, J-I-M-I 2023 to get that discount. And with that, we want to welcome Don and Gino and uh, a quick uh uh, edification or intro of them. Uh, Don and Gino are both uh, the founders and co-hosts of Momentum Builder, uh, which is more of, it's not just an event, it's more of a community. And they talk about giving you all the tools, coaching, webinars to really tie everything together so that you can be the most successful that you can possibly be, not just in a hoorah-rah event, but in everything else that goes along with it. Uh, They are West Coast Regional Managers at PRMG. They have built a $1.5 billion region. Both are husbands, both are fathers, and Don's actually a a grandfather. And and then then we're going to get into this, but uh, Gino's also racing, is big in race cars, racing Ferraris around. Gino's a professional, or excuse me, Don's a professional motocross, supercross racer, which is just cool. I have to check that out. And with that, Don and Gino, welcome to the Get It Done podcast. Well, thanks, Jimmy. Stoked to be aboard. <laughs> For yeah, sure. you know, oh. it's interesting. Uh, at the end of last year's Momentum Builder, you and I had a chance to hang out for a little bit. And, uh, you know, it was a really long couple of days that was star-studded. Just, uh, I think it ended on a great note with Gary V. And then you, as Don and I debriefed about that later in the year, we said, okay, well, when we put together next year's event, who do we want on it? And at the time that it was over, you know, we originally were like, oh, Magic Johnson. Well, we've seen him before. Oh, okay, The Rock. Okay, well, he's like a million bucks or two million bucks. That's not going to happen. <laughs> not in the budget. My not God. in the budget. Uh, and then as the year went on and the t- struggles of 2022 started to show themselves, we realized that's not what we needed. We didn't just need fanfare. We didn't just need a big name or a big ticket. We really needed to help people so that they could actually take implementable tools and succeed in 2023. And I think that that just shows by your lineup. I think uh, bringing in Todd Duncan is an an incredible ad. I mean, that's just, it's epic. And I know we were so excited that he agreed and, and wanted to be part of it because he's a giver. He's got giving mentality in any way he can help shape and and change lives. That's his goal for the last thirty years in the business. He changed in, in my entire life and career, and it's great that he, along with the others, agreed for the same reasons: is to help everybody with this transition mark. And it's really cool that they stepped up and given up their time and effort to be part of this event for all of you. Yeah, and you mentioned something, Jimmy. I mean, Todd doesn't do a lot of stuff that's not his stuff. 
Right. So uh, being a friend of ours and really supporting us in our careers has been something that Todd's always done for us. Uh, he supported us when we had our radio show, when we did our podcast, we did all those things. Todd's always been there. So this is kind of a beautiful thing and a culmination for him to help us out at Momentum Builder. Here, to say the least, worth the price of admission um, just to see Todd Duncan. I mean, just period, end of story. But I, I would argue even last year when when I was there, uh, just the networking is such a big thing. Like a lot of times people go like, hey, I want to change my life in this epic way by listening to one speaker. But a lot of times it's the people that you meet that can end up really actually changing your life. And 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 it's at Caesar's Palace. I mean, it's just it's everything kind of comes together to be make it be something where you really can have that connection. And you mentioned to me that, you know, a lot of times people are chasing a destination and they're not concerned about their journey. But the journey is really when you're alive. And if you can get the tools necessary to have a really great journey, the destination is going to happen and then it's going to happen again and again. But but that's really the thing. And actually, that's a great segue because I want to talk about I'm going to get into why come to Momentum Builder um, and I'm going to get into a couple other things. But as far as personal development, because that's really what this is about, you're you're developing yourself and it starts for me with morning routine and what I always like to get from, especially top producing people and people that are leading. I mean, here you have 150 rock stars working for you, rock star loan officers and people in, in a part of the game, nine offices like that's pretty epic to be that level. You have to be kind of kind of different. And I want to get into morning routine first, because that's, I think, where it starts, that builds the habits, that builds your you know, your attitude for the day. So I want to start with uh, with Don here. Don, what is your morning routine? What are your first few hours of the day look like? Actually, this is a great question for us because we do do believe in that. You remember who was on our, well, this is our fifth year, Jimmy. A lot of people think, I've never heard of it, but this is our fifth year. And it's been growing. It started small and it just kept growing. And what's nice is we had support from people like Craig So and Barry Habib, Day Savage is going, you guys need to blow this thing up and offer this to more people. So one of the people that have been on our, our show, our event the last two years has been Hal Elrod. And he's all about the, you know, the morning routine and starting at 5 a.m. And fortunately, you know, Gino and I made a commitment, I don't know how many, 10 years ago. Long time ago. To basically take that on. And we actually, our first meeting in the morning is between 5 and 6 a.m. at the gym. That's where we meet and we talk and we discuss <laughs> the day's adventures ahead and work out. And that's where we start. And then we just rock from there because we're motivated. We have energy. Our workout's done, which is kind of nice because you're not, you know, oh, I got to get, I got to save some energy for that. Instead, it pumps us up. And it's been a, a great routine for us. And we've, we've stuck to it. It's not easy. A lot of you are like, I don't want to wake up at 5 a.m. Either do I. Trust me, we work 14 hour days a lot, 16 hour days. But, we, it does start off our day on the, on the right foot. So we always say that we get more done by 10 a.m. than most people do in an entire day. So, so just to kind of go deeper with that, Hal Alrod, Miracle Morning, wonderful book. Um, I've read it. I, 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 it's one of those things where you really have to be, it, it takes dedication. I mean, it really does. The savers, um, what is it? Silence, affirmations, visualizations, exercise, reading, and scribing. Yep. Do you do nice. thing? Oh yeah. Well, I've read it. You know, I've read it, <laughs> Have you read I've read it too. Book? But it, his second book's even better. The miracle equation. 
Is it really? Okay. Yeah, because well, never... he takes all that and then he goes, I left you hanging. Now that you have a good morning routine, then what? He goes, right. now I'm going to get get deep on what do you do with that? And it was really good. The miracle equation's even better. So do you do every single one of the savers is really the the, the piece to it? Uh, it? It helps us in the right direction. I mean, I'm a note taker. I did like you, you are Jimmy, uh, but it, it helps us in that direction. His five minute thing, five minute of pity. I love, love don't, that. don't, you know, wallow in it. Just like 2022 is behind us. It's time for 2023. And that's what momentum builder. That's where it started was really to help kickstart everybody at the beginning of the year, because everyone, everyone gets excited at the beginning of the year, new, right. fresh year. I'm going to change my life. I'm going to change what I do. And I'm going to have my best year ever. And then literally by February, March, you're already off your game in right. most cases, because of two reasons. One, you didn't change your habits. It's all about your habits. And two, the beginning of the year sucks. I'm sorry. January, February, March is not our our go year, go time. It's really April through September is our earning season. Yes, can you right. earn money all year once you have the right habits? Of course. But that's the time to really, like right now, if you don't go to a momentum builder, you're going to get your butt kicked by those who are because they're going to be ready for the 2023 spring buying season because it's coming back. Rates are improving. People still need homes. The market's not crashing. But what are the tools and strategies needed to be on your game for 2023? And, and we brought every rock star in the industry, literally every rock star in the industry that are giving you proven strategies, not fluff, no fluff. We talked to them. We're like, give our audience strategies they can implement today to kick ass. And that's where we're at right now. And you mentioned uh, Dave Savage. Yeah, um, you meant to Dave Savage, Barry Habib. I've had, I've had them on the show. I mean, excellent people, and they bring new content each time. But to go back, so so okay, uh, Gino, you're 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 meeting down at the gym at five a.m. Like that's yep. awesome. Now what, look, we're both a little different, right? So my yeah. morning routine because I'm not I'm not a quick riser. So for me to get to the gym to meet him there, I have to get up at four thirty. He's able to get up at five. Right. We're still getting there at the same time. Sometimes I get there earlier than he does. But but really, I mean, sometimes people use that as an excuse like, oh, I'm not a quick riser. It takes me too long in the morning. We'll go to bed earlier. I mean, and that's really something that I had to get better at. And Don had to get better at is my target bedtime is 930, which means I have to start getting close to bed at nine to actually be asleep at 930. And, you know, through all these events that we've done in our lives, how do you succeed? You track it. You're like, well, how the hell are you going to track what time you go to bed every night? Well, it's too much to manually write it down in a notebook and track it. That's antique. Why would you do that? So I bought a bed that does it for me. It tracks when I lay down, what my heart beats like, whether I slept, whether I met motivated, how much my REM sleep was, all that stuff. We have the technology today that, to utilize those tools. So it tells me when I went to sleep, what time I wake up, if my sleep was good or not. And then I can tie what my daily activities were to what my sleep results were. Because if you have shitty sleep, and that's the technical term, you're probably not going to have a great day. 100%. I mean, it, it really does. It starts out with people wake up and they think, okay, that's when it starts. But it actually starts when you go to bed the night before. Yeah. Sleep is your best tool to really accomplish and seize the next day. And especially if you're waking up at 4.30 or 5.00. And you have a 14-hour day. And let's be real, as a loan officer, that's that's part of the game. And you know, you gotta make you gotta make when the sun shines. And 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 right now, especially, you know, there's a lot of pain in the mortgage industry. There's a lot of uh, I think people that are that are really struggling. 
And sometimes it's hard to do that. Well, you don't get your motivation at five in the morning, you know, set yourself up and tee yourself up for it. Yeah. And so, so when I get back from the gym, what that allows me getting up that early allows me to go to the gym, answer emails, like whatever urgent emails I find in the morning when I come back from the gym. And then I actually get to spend 30 minutes with my kids before they go off to school, which is super, super important for many, many years. I wasn't able to achieve that. So having this morning routine also lets me spend a little time with them in the morning, kind of take a temperature check for my kids. Where's their mind at? Make sure I get their minds right before I send them off to school. Make sure they have a good mindset. And then I can go on with my day. And then we've got, you know, Don and I have to uh, set everybody else's mindset at the office in the right direction, of course. Uh, but that's how our morning routine works. And even though slightly different, like you said, mine starts in the evening. A great evening of sleep sets up a good morning of success. And then take on from there once we get to the office. And I do Maxwell Minute every day, Darren Daily every day. I listen to books while I work out. Audible's the best. I, I go through 15, 20 books a year because of Audible while I'm working out. It's freaking awesome. I'm off to a good start. I already finished one book and I'm halfway through my second book this year. So, yeah, that's something I think I need to get into. And I think a lot of people do. Uh, uh, I think it's... Um, Jim Rohn says, you know, you want to be a leader. Well, show me your library. And, or he's here, the, the book you don't read won't help. I think that's the best, like one of the best quotes. But, but I love like, that. How many books, and me personally, whatever, guilty. I have a million books on my shelf. How many have I actually fully read? And like, that's one of the things that like is a part of, you know, savers, like read a book. But you're saying an audible, I mean, would you do audible over reading a book? I mean, is it 100%. like, hey, I won't get it done unless I do audible? <laughs> Yes, 100%. I, I we, we have such busy schedules because we're obviously juggling, you know, our incredible region, helping our, our peeps who we love. We love on our team. We love on our loan officers and love on our customers. That's that's our goal. And, you know, it was really nice for uh, until this recent changeover we had to do from Finance America to PRMG. We literally only had 10 uh, out of 10 years. We only had three people uh, leave our team. Now, a few we asked, we set free. But no, nobody leaves us because we, we do a great job of taking care of them and we love what we do and we help them succeed. That's our that's our job. And that's where, you know, momentum builder comes in. Uh, you were at the event last year. You can tell us what you felt that. I mean, a lot of people are like, what's this event? Is it going to be hokey? But it was full blown production and 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 value added. Wouldn't you agree? There wasn't a time like, and it was different value from every single speaker like there was. Like, I think I talked uh, to, to Gino about this. Like, you kind of had, you kind of threw a couple curveballs in to see, like, hey, what's the resonation going to be? Or, like, how is it going to resonate with loan officers? And there's, I mean, there was the the dude without any legs or arms, you know, dude. And it's just like, like, I was crying listening to, it, to him. And like, if he can do it, you know, what's your excuse? And it was just like, there's a lot of moments like that where you just start to think and really self-reflect, which is ultimately the first step in any type of personal development. Be aware of where you're at so that you can make the changes to really, really take off. And that's actually, I want to, I want to stay here for a second. So uh, we were mentioning Renee Rodriguez. I love Renee and everybody knows. I pretty much mention him every single podcast and my uh, amplify cup right here. Look at, that's a, <laughs> that's a seasoned amplify cup. I've got one too. Mine it's looks deep. like that too. <laughs> I, I, have, I have the newer ones, but um, <laughs> and I'm, it, it's 11 o'clock. I'm done with my coffee. I'm underwater, but <laughs> speaking of water is so Renee talks about this a lot. And Renee is, by the way, speaking at Momentum Builder. And I mean, also, again, that's 
again, worth the price of admission just to see Renee. hundred percent. He, he talks a lot about things that happen to us when we're younger. A lot of times it's between the ages of eight and 12 that things happen to us. Either people show up for us or they don't. And when we really boil it down into our, our, our truest self or our why, why we do things and do things the way that we do, a lot of times it stems from things that happen there. And it comes down to how are we honoring our past? And what about our past are we trying to heal? And I want to start with Gino on this. And then I want to go to Don. Gino, in everything you do, what are you trying to honor? What are you trying to heal? Dang, did you tee him up for this, Don? (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, really interesting. I've struggled with that or identifying that for a really long time. And so you listen to Simon Sinek and he asks you what your why is. And I was, I just couldn't quite figure it out. And I'm like, yeah, I did the typical thing that everybody does. Well, my kids, my wife, my family, my this, not good enough. And, and the reason I say not good enough is not because those things aren't important, but before they ever existed, I had a me to take care of. So what's my purpose? Right. And so I started really trying to reflect on that. And then I went to Amplify. And when I went to Amplify, what we did is we dug into a moment of pain. And that moment of pain actually wasn't in my childhood. That was actually during the 2008 to 2012 meltdown. Um, That's where I failed my family. So that was a moment of failure. And so for me, that was a really painful moment. So learning to overcome failures is probably the most important lesson you could ever learn in success. And so that was a really painful moment that I learned to overcome. And just recently, I think I finally, I'm getting it and I'm dialing it in. So don't worry. If you don't know what your why is, don't worry. Keep going to events like this and you'll figure it out. I realized that my parents, my dad, my grandfather and his father had set an example of sacrifice and been the patriarch of their families for multiple generations. And by default, in a very traditional family method, I'm the oldest born son of the entire family. And that's my responsibility. And it's a responsibility that I accepted at a very young age. So, and I probably, I started working when I was 13 years old because not because I wanted to, not because I wanted to make money, not because of any of those things, because my father taught me that's what I needed to do to support my family going forward. So I think it just comes for me. It's almost multi-generational. I was born with a purpose. Now I can modify that. I have the ability to change and adapt and do different things, but I have that responsibility that lies deep within me and I will not let that down. Wow. Just to say that for a second. So, I mean, brother, that seems, that's, that's a pretty heavy weight. <laughs> it is. I mean, that mean, it's not always easy. Look, uh, kidding aside though. I mean, the weight, the weight of your family, just wife and kids is a lot, but to, I think actually Simon said, no, it might have been, I think it is. Simon Sinek said this, that, you know, when at a funeral, when you're, when your dad dies, you know, and you're, you know, it's Ed Milet. You're, I love Ed Milet. You want to, do you want to be the leader there? Are you, who's going to look, are people going to look up to you at that point? Because they almost do. Like it's going to happen. Like, Gino, things are going to happen where you all of a sudden are in that spot 
And are you ready for that? And I don't think that you are when you're 30, you know, I, I, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think you have to kind of build up to that. What, what made you realize that? I guess what, what was there like a moment that it just like, Hey, I need to be like, I need to make some changes. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's funny. I think that this moment of awareness was just not very long ago, but, and the changes came before, like that was the responsibility was always there. It's always something I knew I had to do. It's something I did naturally. It wasn't a big deal, but it was the awareness of it that just came recently, just in the last few months. Why? Because again, we're going through trials, tribulation, and suffering. One of my favorite sayings is that success is the enemy of success. I don't learn anything when I'm at the top. I only learn when I'm getting kicked in the teeth. And so, you know, as I was getting kicked in the teeth again and, and Finance of America shuts down and Don and I are looking for a new home and this is an opportunity for people to change their lives. And, you know, we could decide to get out of the mortgage industry. We could decide uh, to not be partners anymore. We could decide to not do momentum builder anymore. We, there was plenty of reasons that we could use as excuses if we didn't have a really defined purpose and why to why we're in mortgage to why we do momentum builder. So I think the moment of clarity was because I had the opportunity to truly make a decision and chose this path. Wow. Well, we're also very fortunate. We have each other to push each other and support each other and, and bitch to each other and, <laughs> and quit. And, and we quit, and, we quit to each other too. I'm out of this. I'm not doing it anymore. He's like, come on, you'll be fine tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, every, everything you just said is, I mean, it's all about legacy. And that's, I think, something that people don't think of when they're younger. And you really need to start building up into that legacy. How are people going to remember you when you're gone? And not just that, how are your kids going to remember you? What are your grandkids going to say about you? You, you, you? I think it gets that deep. And mm -hmm. I, I, so- Momentum so, builders stem from that. I was going to say, you it, just, you segued right into Don because this is a baby. That, that, exactly. What are you trying to honor? What are you trying to heal? Mm-hmm. I mean, for like Gino said, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. Couldn't have been a more perfect segue is two things that fuel me. One, like Gino, I had a father that taught me, you know, work ethic and responsibility and accountability as a young, a young person. I was working when I was 13 as well. We both started in the construction industry. We have very similar backgrounds. Uh, there was no excuses allowed, period. And, and another thing that fuels me is, uh, Gino can attest it, there's probably not too many people more competitive than I am. I am fueled by that, whether it's in sports. I mean, you name a sport, I'm probably, and not bragging, but fairly good at it because I have really good focus and I love sports and I, I love the competition. So I still race motocross at my tender young age. <laughs> I mean, those bears in the corner you see up there are from Mammoth Motocross. Uh, just in June that Gino went to with me. And, uh, you know, that's that's hard to get those things. You have to be in top 10 to get those. And I'm still fueled by competitive, meaning everything I do, I'm going to do all out. I mean, I'm listening to, you know, I, I'm a big book person. I'm going to get you, I guarantee, Jimmy, you're going to get into the audibles, but I'm on the second book um, by David Goggins, you know, and you probably listen to You Can't Hurt Me. And he's got a new one called Unfinished. And this guy just doesn't believe in quit. And he pushes a limit further than we thought we could. And Gina and I do that all the time. Believe me, when we're juggling, you know, the mortgage business, momentum building, and another business we're, we're involved in, investment business, it takes a lot of dedication and 
strength to hang in for 14, 16 hour days, juggling from one to the other to make sure you give it your all to everybody you can. And then, like you mentioned, the legacy piece, it's funny. I didn't think about it, but when I, you know, I've gone through multiple businesses, coaches, starting with Todd Duncan, um, my business coach recently, he's like, Don, you've been in this business for 30 something years. I can't teach you anything about the mortgage business. You don't already know. In fact, I'm going to have you make sure you teach others what you know. So to help them. So what's your legacy? What do you want for your legacy at the tail end of your career? I'm like, and I told him, I go this, I, I go, I'd like to provide all these resources that changed my career because believe it or not, I quit this business. I started straight out of college was a rock star, young go-getter and it broke all the records and all that. And then the market crashed. I did not know what a crash was. I didn't know it could happen at the tender age of 27 years old. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And then we struggled for a while. And then at that time I was trading hours for dollars and I was running out of hours. And I'm like, this is just stupid. I can't make any more money because I have no more hours. I'm going to try something else. And unfortunately, somebody brought me back into the business and said, you're just not doing it right. Why don't you go talk to my coach and go to sales mastery and learn how to do it right. Learn how to duplicate yourself. Learn how to not do the things you shouldn't be doing so you can do what you like to do and what you're good at. And I'm like, oh, okay. And change my life to where I, all these resources like Todd Duncan, Barry Habib, Dave Savage, and Mortgage Coach, I, I'm Jim McMahon's, all these, these mentors back then that to this day are still my, some of my best friends changed my life. And I want, I wanted to bring that to everyone else so they have shortcuts and not go through what I went through because if they use these tools and listen, to these coaches, their careers can be phenomenal and you can one be better at it. So therefore you like it better and you're more successful and you make money and you're happier. It's, it's the best of all worlds. So that's where momentum builders really started from is how do we provide all these resources to everybody else? So they can enjoy this wonderful business called mortgage. You're, I mean, you're talking about enhancing the journey, which too many loan officers, especially hate their journey because they're ripped back into the file. They're, they're doing mm -hmm. things they shouldn't be doing. They're not selling, they're not doing, you know, the things that they were put on this earth to do. And as somebody that has really failed at that in my career, my goodness, like I've, I've built teams that have failed. I've had partnerships and so is everybody else, you know, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not yeah. really unique. And <laughs> we um, fell forward a lot. <laughs> well, yeah. But, you, but you still have to get up and go, go after it. And, and as loan officers, a lot of times we can just be so disciplined and, and ignore you know, the writing on the wall sometimes. And that's, you're talking about, you can save years by just reading the book or going to the conference or, and going to momentum. Hiring a coach, investing yeah. yourself, heaven forbid. And building relationships. <laughs> I mean, I can't think of one event that I've ever gone to that I haven't built a wonderful friendship, a business like friendship. Here. <laughs> yeah, like, like business friendship that helps me in my path in my career throughout the year. Yes, I meet them at the event. Maybe we share a few drinks together, maybe more than we should. And, <laughs> and, uh, and, but you built this bond because you're at this place where you have all these things in common and you built this bond and that bond takes forever. I mean, I could think of Don, you know, how many years have I been next to Adriel, right? Adriel Esparza, one of my really, really, really close friends. And then I tell my wife about Adriel and she's like, who is this guy? Because he doesn't live here. He's not in our circle. 
but I talk about him all the time. And he's a friend of mine. I consider him a deep friend of mine, but I never get to see him. So just because, and where do I get to see him? When I go to the event. Anytime I go to the event, I get to see my friend. And so I think it's super important that that's the other thing is you're able to see your friends that travel from across the country. It's the best excuse in the world to get together and have community, break bread and spend some good quality time together. Well, that's why we have so many networking events during the event is because we know the value of networking and community and friendship and all that, that's all that. So that's why like the opening night Monday, it's really an hour and a half of a kickoff to get everybody pumped up and ready for the next two days to change their lives. And then it's a networking party. So everybody can hang out together and like, I haven't seen you in a while or meet people or meet some of the speakers because a lot of speakers will be there for opening night. Right. And then the next day we have each day for those VIP members, they get lunch with all the influencers and speakers. I mean, Todd Duncan speaking at one of the uh, luncheons. How cool is that? That alone is worth it. And then we have a VIP party after day one for 250 people with live music around the pool with food and drink. It's going to be it. it last that was year my was favorite part. Last everybody year. partied in like, that was awesome. That, that was super cool. Like there's the lady coming out with like the dress that had like the, the, the little like the things to pick up and like little drinks. And oh, whatever. shoot, I, mean, I got to reorder was- that. I just canceled that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, look, it's epic to sit just here. Take all that out of it just to be around that pool at Caesars Palace. I forget what it's called. It's like the something pool or whatever. Oh, um, we went to a different pool. It's even more intimate this year. Yeah. Oh, wow. Cabanas and all kinds of stuff. It's we got more private, private cabanas going. Okay. Well, I guess here, I, I would I, just to capitalize on this, I think that like I go for the networking. That's my actually number one it, it, for me. Because uh, I, I love that. I feed off of everybody's energy and I just, I like to make friends. I like to connect. And, but also I'm taking, I'm front row and I'm taking notes. Every single person. And Gino, that I think you came up to me. Hey, man, I really like, I appreciate that you're in front row. You know, paying attention, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and I mean, but, but why are you there? I mean, you're there to connect with people, network and actually take everything in. But I love how you guys are starting it with the networking. Like that is just, I think that's key. And I can't endorse it enough. Like just to come even for like, there's all like micro pieces that you could look at, but like, if, if it was just that, that's, that's reason enough to go. So, okay. I want to, I want to come back a little bit. So actually not come back. I want to go forward. The. <laughs> There's a couple questions that I ask everybody that comes on the show, and it's different with two people. So I, I'm we're, we're going kind of off format a little bit, but that's okay. Um, I want to just make sure that I, I ask these, and it will lead to a final question. And um, so I'm gonna get right into this. Uh, Don, you're first, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna go to go to Gina right after. <clears throat> Don, do you feel like you ever got a big break? Um, multiple actually, uh, throughout my career. Now I will preface this and it's going to sound self-serving, but, or selling, but it's not true. We've really learned. We make our own breaks because June and I work our asses off. Sorry, pardon my French, but we really do because we don't believe in dumb luck. We create luck by creating opportunities like being on the show with you, Jimmy. We don't know where this is going to go. We did a radio show for eight years. Everybody goes, what's your ROI on that? We don't have a clue, to be honest with you. But we know it's different from anybody else, and it's allowing us to reach out to more people. How can that be bad? 
Then we did a TV show. You know, we do a TV show with Craig Sowen and American Dream TV. A lot of effort, a lot of work, you know. But we get to meet amazing people. We get to go, you know, preview and show off $30 million homes, you know. What bad can come from that? Um, so it has opened a lot of doors for us um, with companies, with individuals, with friendships, uh, because we put ourselves out there. And so it's created a lot of opportunities, I should say. I mean, even where we're at now, the company of PRMG was nice is because we're out there and we're really pushing hard to make a difference in a lot of people's lives, including our team. They're like, the best thing they told us was, you know, everybody, a lot of people, a lot of companies ask about our volume because we have a huge volume and a great team and all that. What's nice is they ask, we want to hire you guys. We want you because what you represent and what you bring to the table for our entire company. That's like music to our ears because um, we we love changing people's lives for the better, of course. <laughs> so we've had a lot of great opportunities because we work hard to create those opportunities. Awesome. Gino. Hope that answered your question. Here, you did. You said yeah. we create our own luck. Uh, yep. Gino, um, do you feel like you ever got a percent believer on that, but I did get one big break. And I'm going to give credit to my dad for creating this opportunity for me. Meaning so, me? <laughs> no. <laughs> so perfect. Uh, you know, he used to work for me at one point. <laughs> I, I love how you. Hey, oh, well, by the way, you used to work yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, meeting you is a result of this one big break. Uh, <laughs> but I was in construction, like Don mentioned. I was in construction for 13 years. My family's in construction. Shit, my dad's still a general contractor. He's retired, and we, Don and I pulled him out of retirement to come finish one of our property investments. That's so funny. <laughs> so uh, I was already investing in real estate, and I already had – I was getting loans, and I was smart enough to know I was getting shafted by my loan officers. But I was just getting started, and I really didn't know enough about the business. So one day, one of my dad's old delivery drivers – that guy used to be a delivery truck driver – comes in to say hi to my dad. I said, what are you doing these days? He goes, I'm a loan officer. And I said, oh, wow, you left the trucks behind? He's like, no, no, I have other guys driving the trucks now, and now I'm a loan officer. I'm like, well, that's exciting. I said, hey, listen, I don't like my loan officers. I know, like, and trust you. Why don't I give you my loans? I have two or three loans you could do for me right now. And he's like, do you know, you're a smart kid, and, my and your dad gave me an opportunity when I came to this country. He says, I'll introduce you to the president of the company. You do your own loans. Wow. And, and in that moment, I had a pipeline. It was like instantaneous. So what that did is it just really created that moment in time where a wedge was created in the path. And I chose a path that I knew nothing about with blind faith, knowing that that's what I wanted to do instead of staying in construction the rest of my life. What was the guy's name? Salvador. Salvador. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome, Salvador. All right. Next question. I want to stay on Gino. If you were to do it all over again, Gino, what would you change? Man, I would have worked on my disciplines sooner. And when I say sooner, I really mean elementary school. Um, I've never had discipline, even from an early young age, because I was smart, so I winged it. And I could get away with a lot of shit just by being smart. And that's cool. That'll get you 80% of the way, but it won't really, really get you where you want to be. 
And so, you know, I was always a B student. Why? Because I never turned in any homework. I just aced my tests. Right. So what did that do? Well, that means I missed my opportunity to go to West Point Academy. I don't know what that would have done for me or not, but I would have had more opportunities at a younger age. Maybe it wouldn't have been a better path. This is a great path. I have no regrets. But I know that if I would have introduced discipline sooner, because I always had work ethic, like Don said, my parents taught me work ethic. So you could work. This is a really good point. You could work 14 hours a day doing the wrong shit and it doesn't matter. So work ethic alone doesn't, doesn't do it for you. You need work ethic plus discipline and discipline is doing the things you know you should do, you know, and take a, take a page out of uh, eat the biggest frog first, man, did I have to learn that lesson? Otherwise I procrastinated, procrastinated, procrastinated. So you just, that's what I would do. I would, I would introduce disciplines at a younger age so that I could achieve things sooner and with less stress. Because when you procrastinate and you don't do the things you know you should do, even though you're working hard, it creates a lot of stress. So I have less stress today and I get more done. And just to, I guess, to capitalize it, another Jim Rohn quote, which I, I love, is uh, discipline weighs ounces, regret weighs tons. And, oh, I love that. And, 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 you got and good stuff, Jimmy. Hey, thanks, brother. <laughs> I, well, I'm, I'm I'm a student too. Like here, I I don't I, I'm I'm a student. You know, I, I don't know all this. I'm and I fail too. You know, and some sometimes people think you got it all going on because you do this, that, or the other thing. Well, no, I'm I'm just working. I'm trying. You know. So, uh, to Don, if you were to do it all over again, what would you change? Um, Gino and I have, of course, spoken about this. We read a lot of the same books, do a lot of the same coaching, and he's now hitting the nail on the head. His was. You know, I've always been a hard worker, which is sometimes uh, a detriment because you're like, I'll outwork everybody, but that doesn't always get you to the next level. Um, so like like Gino said, and that's what we're hoping to bring to the table with all these great professionals is learning the disciplines, but also the the techniques and and believing in them and and sticking by them. Like G, Gino, you know, worked on just being sharp. I worked on, I knew I was sharp. So I got away with initially with being charismatic. That was my thing. I, everybody liked Don. I go around and I, and I have huge energy. Ask Gino. I mean, I'm ridiculous. Everybody calls me, you know, Mr. Happy because I'm pretty happy. I got good energy. I'll take on any 20 year old and energy and sports, whatever. I'm, I'm a go-getter, but I also learned that that doesn't get you loans. Like everybody liked me, but people go, well, if those people, all those, you walk around room, Don, and everybody's hugging you. Why aren't you getting loans from them? Oh, probably because I didn't ask. I didn't ask and I didn't have the disciplines daily to make sure that I was getting the business. Um, so I would say having the discipline to just do what you're supposed to be doing, like Gino said, and I would have worked, uh, you know, anybody that's younger, I'm telling you, here's a million dollar, millions of dollars, not just a million, millions of dollar tip. Work and monitor and baby your database. If you build a strong database and maintain it like it's worth millions of dollars, because it is. A lot of times people go, ah, oh, whatever, I can get clients. Yeah. Yep. It's stupid to have to reinvent yourself or go get new clients every year when you already have people that know, like, and trust you. If you just nurture that and continue to build it year after year and literally call them like Gino and I do, we call them for their birthdays. Nobody gets pissed off calling them for their birthday. 
keeping in touch with them, informing them, adding value, making sure you're doing the annual review. All that. If you do that, there's no way you won't be one of the top mortgage professionals in the world and enjoy your career because then you're working with people that you like. You're not going and bringing in people that maybe are just jerks, but you got to do the deal, you know, or the agent. Don't work with people that you don't mesh with because you think it's worth it. You're probably killing your time. Uh, Jim McMahon helped me with that when I was young because I used to work with some, you know, not the the best people. Let's just put it that way. or not the best professionals, I'll put it. And uh, it frustrated me and it took a lot of my time. I had had Gino fire his top real, uh, real estate agent because they take up all your time. They're not respectful of it. And Jim helped me with these words. And I'm going to say it in the Southern draw this time because he's from <laughs> Texas. And he told, because I told him my frustration, he goes, Don, there's enough people to do business your way to not worry about those who don't. Oh. And I'm like, it was so refreshing that I fired a bunch. And it opened the door to way better relationships and me enjoying my job a lot more. And we did the same thing with our mortgage business. We started 10 years ago with we're starting from scratch and we're only hiring people that are rock stars, that are good people, good teammates and people we like. And if they don't fit in that model, then they're off the bus. Plain and simple. No ifs, ands or buts. I don't care how big a producer they are or how sharp they are as underwriter or whatever. If they don't fit our model and are great people. And great teammates, they're off the bus. And now we have people we, we hang out with, we party with, we love. We love going to work every day because we don't have, you know, jerks <laughs> on our team. I used to use different words, but Gino goes, you can't say that on the air. Well, Don. you can't say you can't say the other one. We've been honing, we've been trying to find a really good word to describe these people. We have an E on the podcast. There, it's, well, it's, it's, like, it's It's okay. Well, I mean, the real, real good word is no assholes. assholes. Yeah. Okay. No, <laughs> we're actually writing a book on that right now, Jimmy. It, 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 that should be the title. No asshole. It no, it it's is. called it's... assholes need not apply. Yeah. Oh my God. That's great. It really is. Well, okay. Yeah. So really quick. I like, I wish I could literally just have an hour with you about this question, but like, just like a couple quotes from people that like came to mind was uh, Barry Habib. Not everybody is your customer. I love how he talks about it too. Mm. You know, sometimes we chase the wrong people forever. If we would have just chased the right people, they they, they tend to come to you. You gotta fire the the bullshit. You really do. It, it, yeah, get it out of your life. And I've had to do it too. I've had to fire my number one referral partner. I've had to, like all of that, you know? And, and all of a sudden when you do, you leave that meeting, like you can't wipe the smile off your face. Like you're just like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did it. Like you're just screaming and, and, and it's an awesome thing. But okay, I want to move on. We have two more questions left. So uh, Don, I'm going to stay with you. <clears throat> Was there ever a time, Don, you felt like giving up? <laughs> okay. If you're in the mortgage industry and you haven't at some <laughs> point. Just, can I lying. add one last word to that? Yeah. Today. <laughs> have you given up yet? Today. And tomorrow uh, and the next yeah, day. Yeah. I, I mean, of course. I mean, I did quit the business at one point when I, like I told you, where I, I wanted to try something else where I, like I ran out of hours. So I quit until I learned how to do it right. But yes, of course, there's times, but each time we get through it, and that's why I love, you know, David Goggins' book, every time you, we've gotten through it, and believe me, Gino and I have had some freaking knockdown, drag out challenges, you know, disruptions, failures, like literally failures. And, but we, 
we're stronger each time we come out of it and more appreciative. Trust me, anybody who survived 2007 and eight comes out of that and you're, you're doing well again, you freaking appreciate it. There's no like to this day, anybody's got PTSD from that <laughs> loves any opportunity like this, you know, 2022 was tough. We built up this amazing thing through 21, 22 and 2022. We unfortunately had to, to shrink like everyone. That's tough when you have to tell people, sorry, you're not, you know, you know, we have to let you go. That was an awful year. Like every week we're having to call somebody else and we have a great team, but it did make us stronger though, because we kept, of course, the A players. All we have on our team right now are A plus because we, we had, you know, we're able to shed that. So that's a good thing. Moving to, uh, you know, our company that we were with decided to close their forward mortgage, the new companies even stronger. So you just come out stronger each time. Like Gino even said, do we want to go, you know, do we keep moving or just walk right now and see what happens? I'm like, no, I want another run at this. Cause each time I'm stronger, smarter, better, able to leverage it better than ever. So, because we look what we did last, last time during the, when we were killing it. Now we're going to be even stronger with less competition. I'm in. So we get stronger from it, but yes, uh, it, it's challenging. But it only lasts a little while. I mean, usually that's we're very fortunate. We have our great partnership to where the other will go. <laughs> Don't be a wimp. Get you know, put your big boy pants on and let's go. Gino. Yep. I'm thinking about the things that Don's saying and and uh I've had you know, again, there's those little there's the noise, the the little noise in your head that says, I don't want to do this anymore. But that that noise comes and goes. It's transient, right? Don't say stupid shit out loud is one of those <laughs> other uh, really good lessons. And uh, and so that it's was very, uh, Trevor Moab. God, Trevor rest Moab, peace. rest in peace. Yeah, yeah. not and, a great book. Yeah. And so um, I don't say it out loud very often. So I think that the only two times that I honest to goodness considered quitting the industry was probably twice. Uh, one of them was probably in 2009. 2008 2009 i walked into don's office and uh i was done i was so done dude he was a loan and officer it, at this time i was just a loan officer and i was and i was not really struggling to feed my family this is like part of that that time and i got i had just made a sale actually and i had finally made a sale i couldn't make a sale for weeks and I had finally made a sale. And then that's when I went into Don. I'm like, I'm quitting. This is it. I don't want to do this anymore. He's like, but you just made a sale. And I'm like, it was the worst sale of my life. I prostituted myself. To, I basically did it for free just for him to say yes. Oh, right. So I felt it, it wasn't really a sale. I just kept lowering my price till he said, yes, that's not mm. a sale. Right. Um, And I just didn't feel good in that moment. And he said, hey, give me 60 days guess what? It didn't take 60 days. It took like five days. I got over it. Right. I got over it. And he said, do this, do this, do that. And I got busy with my disciplines and I started making calls and we were transitioning a piece of software. And I realized that if I called people on Friday and told them, remember this time, it was so fun. I would call them and, and I had to get, I had to tell them I was taking them off this software they loved and I was going to put them on this different one. And it was kind of like, how am I going to make this call? And I had, I don't know, whatever it was, 400 people in the software. And I'm like, so I'd call them and I say, hey, we just signed up with a new vendor and I'm going to upgrade your system. And I'm going to send you new logins and passwords and I'm going to upgrade your system. And I called like 25 people. Everybody was thankful and happy and excited. 
And then come into Don's office like, oh, my God, I, I can't believe it. Everybody loves it. And here's something I was fearful of. And it turned into this huge win. And I forgot all about wanting to quit because all of a sudden I just had good communication, good excitement. And I was talking to my Mindset. clients and my database. Yeah, it was great. And so that was a big turnaround. And then the other one was just recently, um, last September, maybe earlier, maybe it was like August of last year, around my birthday, we were peaking. We were very successful. Like Don mentioned, we have other businesses. And I was like, I, I think I just want to focus on that, kind of be that sports star, go out on top type of thing. You know, I had all those crazy things in my head. Uh, I tried two or three other businesses that I thought were going to be exciting enough to, to replace mortgage. They're not, they're not. And they weren't. And, uh, when, when, and like I said earlier, success is the enemy of success. So mm. when things started <laughs> to get challenging, that's when I started digging in again. Right. And that's when I started feeling good. Like, no, we're not going to leave our people. We have to find a new home. We have to find a great home. We had a purpose. We had a mission. We had something to achieve. So it wasn't sitting at the top that felt good. It's making sure that we can support our team that felt good. And so, again, so those were the two only real serious opportunities. So in, in here, you actually you have Roland Cochran coming to your, your event, who I yeah. just absolutely love. This is actually love his first many speaking. And by the yeah. way, we got really close with Roland at Momentum Builder last yep. year. Before right. that, we knew each other, but we didn't know each other. We weren't friends or partners. I'm bros with, with Roland. I, I just, I, I love him. And we, I've interviewed him. He's episode 31 on my, on my podcast. It's a, it's a podcast that I've listened to a bunch of times myself because it's just like, it's one of those where it's just like, I just, I love it. And such talk, refreshing ideas he has. It, it really is. And, but he, he talks a lot about this and you know, once sometimes you have to get to the top of the mountain to realize there's nothing there. And, <laughs> and, and, and more than that, more than that, you should want to go back down to the bottom and climb up again. It's not about that mountaintop. It's about the way up. And what you just described to me is like, hey, no, I'm, I'm going back in it. And you're saying the same thing too, Don. You're like, no, I, I, every single rendition that we've had of this, we were able to leverage it better. We were able to do it better. We were able to make more money. We were able to mm -hmm. be more happy. All these things, you should want to go all the way back down to the bottom and climb all the way back up. All right, so I want to be super respectful of your time, and I have one last question that I want to make sure that I get out. Uh, we're going to go with Gino first to set it up. There's a young Gino out there. Maybe they've been working construction for 13 years. Maybe Salvador is coming to talk to him. You know, maybe they're going through grade school and high school and they're kind of just winging it and not really caring and using charisma. Maybe they're having their 2007, 2008 moment, 2009 moment. Maybe they're going into their manager's office and they're saying that I'm done. They want to follow you and walk in your shoes. What advice would you give to someone looking to get it done? man, never quit. You have to have grit. You really have to endure the punches because you're going to want You're going to get beat up. It's okay. Embrace it. Embrace the suck. I can't remember who said that. Somebody yeah. said embrace the suck, but you got to. I mean, that's just part of it. Like we've been talking a lot about the journey today. The journey is, is a jagged mountain. It's not, there is no straight line. Um, and so 
I just say you got to think, dream big, which Don knows I do. I dream stupid big. I put up stuff that seems completely unreasonable, and within five years, we're doing it. So No, quicker than that. <laughs> yeah. I, we're, we have one project now that I just I just throw some crazy ideas out, and all of a sudden, they're happening. Um, well, but that's because of our experience that we're able to make things happen faster. When you're young, it takes longer. You don't have the connections. You don't have the team. You don't have the people. You don't have the infrastructure. Today we've built an infrastructure that allows us to make things happen easier. So I guess that's another really good tip is that it'll get easier because you'll have more experience. It's hardest when you don't have the relationships and you don't have the experience and people, you haven't built the trust when you're, when you, when you are that person that's 22 years old and nobody knows you and someone cuts you that break, the president of that company that trusted in me and said, yeah, go do your own loans. He could have said, no, you're some young kid. What, what do you know? And that could have, that's it. Change the path. So whatever it is you want to get done, fight for it. And if you told no, do it a thousand more times. Somebody will say yes and give you that shot. I love it. Don to set it up. There's a young Don uh, out there. A and, young Don. And, um, and wait, hang on just a second. I want to set this up. So uh, they're looking at you. And here, your motocross, you, you know, they, let's just say that they, they, they haven't, they don't have their bear trophy yet. They are going through their 07, 08 moment. They're considering throwing in the towel. They're looking at you that you got all this charisma. You're being coached by Jim McMahon. You're leading a $1.5 billion branch. Someone wants to follow in your shoes. What advice would you give to someone looking to get it done? I'm going to mirror a little bit of what Gino said is, is the grit part. Um, it's funny. My coach asked me the same question. Like, what do you, what do you go back to that helps you get through some of the tough times? Um, like Goggins talks about, uh, no, it was actually Darren Daly just yesterday. Coincidentally, he talked about, you know, you think how successful he is and what he's built. He's gone through some challenges as well, just like any of us with businesses. He admits it because I've started a business that sucked. We lost money. You think of him just success magazine, you know, and right. Darren Daly and all that he does. He goes, what he goes, just, you know, it's as Gino said, it's not going to be a straight line. You're not going to have just continued success. You're not going to also have. We all hope for that moment where you just I made it. I can chill and just ride the wave in all the way to shore and it it's just life doesn't happen that way unfortunately we uh, you're going to learn that as you get older that curveballs get thrown at you out of freaking nowhere i mean you really you know gino knows i was frustrated i go i hate sometimes that you do everything you can to be as good like the best like the best in your industry or the best at what you do or whatever and then you get a curveball thrown at you have no control over what you learn as you get older, and hopefully you can learn it younger, so that's kind of what your point is, is that you just get better at handling the hard times. You get better at dealing with it. You get better at changing your mindset quicker. You get better at knowing that you'll get through it. You really will. And the other side is amazing when you do. You got to think about getting to the other side because when you do, you're so appreciative. You're so happy. You're, it, 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 and you're the fulfillment is better than previous stuff. You forget about all those things you did in the past. You're like, nah, I'm getting better at fulfilling these. Bring it, like you said, bring on the hard, you know, and I'll get through it. And 
I go back to some of my championships in motocross. It came down to one lap where my I'm burned out, I'm tired, I'm ready to give up, and my arms are about to fall off the bike. Literally, I know if my arms are so tired that I'm going to fall off the bike and I could die. But I'm like, if I hang on just a little bit more, the next turn, if I hang on the next turn and not let this guy pass me, and just hang on, and you get through it. And because I held on just that last lap, I won the championship. Because if I would have given up, I wouldn't have won it. And I still look back on those championships and go, I freaking won Mammoth because of that moment. I can do it again and again and again. So find those moments that then you can lean back on in your future and know you'll get through stuff. And Gina have gone through challenges now. And now we can look at each other and go, <laughs> remember when we went through this? We got this. Remember when we went through this? We got this. It's not easy, but I would encourage the younger Dons to basically just know that you're going to get stronger and have a better mindset young that you'll get through it. This is just part of life and it's how you handle that makes a difference. So that's my input. Mm. Mm. Wow, guys, this has just been an epic interview. I'm, I'm really pumped with how this has turned out. I'm, I can't wait to listen to this again uh, myself. And uh, just like I said, I want to be super respectful of your time. So I want to just I end have this. something I have to add. What? Have Go ahead. Add. Go Barry ahead. Habib will get pissed off if I don't. So Barry, you know, we're all, you know, he's the dude right now. I mean, everybody's following he's always Barry the dude, because John. of what's OG. that? He's always the dude. I know. But I mean, when the with the change in the market and inflation and rates going up, everybody's leaning on, on Barry about why is this happening and what's going to happen and where do we go? So he's, he's, you know, I do. I watch him every single day and pay attention. And I share his information with our team on a regular basis. Because he's so articulate, he got the Crystal Ball Award three years, in our, you know, oh for God. a reason. But what's nice is he asked us, he goes, you know, everybody leans on me to learn what happens in our industry. And in our industry, we should know why the economy does what it does, why interest rates move the way they, they do. So if you allow me to bring in three of the top economists in the world, these are people on CNBC, Fox News, Fast Money. They're three of the go-to economists in the world. I'll bring them to you so wow. we can teach financial literacy. So we have wow. David Rosenberg, mm. Lacey Hunt, and Peter Bookvar coming to the event for everybody to really learn how the markets work, where the markets are going, so you can articulate it to your customers and to your partners and actually understand it. So he's bringing the game, man. Each day it starts off with financial literacy. So, I, I mean, I, it I was I, $3,500 to go to an SIC con. Oh my goodness. Virtually. I, so, yeah. So and I was just talking to Barry last week, actually, like he's, he's doing, I, I got to say too, just to endorse MBS highway, MBS highway is a do not miss type of a thing. Like you yeah, got to be my daily morning. I don't even know how anybody but, operates without it. 100%. I agree. But also, CMA certified mortgage advisors. Mm -hmm. And then also they just acquired list reports and yeah. he was telling me about a strategy Love that, it. that here, here's what I would do. Actually. So he told me just like this, there's 1.4 million realtors out there. 800,000 of them have sold one house or less in the past 12 months, 800,000. That's more than half. Right. Of that, of the, of the remaining about 80,000 are, are, are actual players doing eight or more buy sides a year. So, who are you talking to? Number one, list reports can help you out with that. And he was just telling me, you know what? I, 
I haven't originated since 2007, but you know, I, I did 2 billion, you know, so you have, you have to throw that in. But here's just what I would do. I would look people up on list reports and then I would send them and go through MBS Highway, sh show them all, all the details that you can get about a property. And I'd meet with them and say, hey, how can I help you with social media? How can I help you with this? This is what I offer your clients. And that's just the type of stuff that you need to do. And you get to learn that at Momentum Builder like Barry's just, I feel like Barry's just like, that's an extra, like an add on. And, and you know, that he's always pitching a discount at, at, at the, at the events. And, um, and I can't endorse it enough just to see Barry alone. You're exactly right. But, but, but adding those, uh, all the economists to it, so you can actually learn how to do this. So I mean, a lot of times people, Jimmy, don't know what to say on social media. They don't have content. So if you look at the hours that we're going to get from Lacey and Peter and that's your content. That's your content. That's the meat and potatoes. And then take the strategies from Roland and the other speakers and Neil, and then put those two things together. You cannot lose in 2023 if you just put a few of these tools together. Well, imagine taking all that you, you you're you're a smart man, Jimmy. I, I know how you leverage things and you're smart. You take time out of your schedule to do stuff like this because it's, it's, it educates you as much as it, it does your listeners. Cause I know we learn from all these speakers. Now we're friends with them and we get to learn everything from them. So it's a win-win for us. But even if you went to the event and just took pictures of the people that are at the event, how many people are at the event, who are the speakers and everything and posted that on your social media that, Hey, I'm gaining knowledge from three of the best economists in the world. I'm getting knowledge from the number one social media person in the industry, you know, from Neil Dangra, I'm getting, uh, I got these coaches that I'm getting Todd Duncan, the master of the entire industry. I, I, you just post that. It gives you a level above that. Hey, look at this person, my, my LO, or I should work with that LO because they're freaking, they're investing themselves and they're going to be more knowledgeable than anybody else out there. That alone Bro. is worth it. Bro, and and yeah, I, you're 100% right. You mentioned Neil Dingra. I was just talking to him the other day. What an epic dude. And Phil Treadwell is going to be on, yeah. on that page. Phil Phil just started M1 uh, Academy. I, I can't endorse yeah. Phil enough too. And He's I mean, awesome. he literally went from doing no production for the past decade. And he, I'll let him share his numbers, but he, he he's top 1% in volume in one year. One year, but why? Well, like Sean Herrero, same Todd thing. The guy Duncan. was doing all that big time business. And what's nice is he had to convert too, just like everybody else. He was doing 200 million, and all of a sudden his business dropped. And he's like, What do I do now? Look, he guys. reinvented himself. Right. He's still going to do over 100 million. And he's going to share why, how he did it. And it's no simple. doubt about it. There's going to be a thousand million tips and tricks, and one of them will be right for you. That's so the thing about these events. So Jimmy's going to go there to get 20 new podcast speakers. Well, it's hundred <laughs> percent. Let's just, let's end on this. Like, look, if you're looking to go to, to, to do something to change your life, this is an event that you don't want to miss. If you want to go there and, and connect with the best of the best, this is an event that you don't want to miss. If you want to go there to learn strategies, tacticals, you don't want to miss this. If you want to learn how to live a better life, be a better father, be a better husband. These are the types of skills and the personal developments and the discipline that you really need to make it. And, um, and, and all right. So uh, to, to finish up, I want to just say, hey, come to Momentum Builder. Here it is. Momentum Builder 2023. It's at Caesars Palace. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. Uh, and use the biggest discount code that you can possibly get right it now. Is, it's Jimmy. Jimmy, J-I-M-I -I, 2023. 
Um, and you'll get $231 off. That's my lucky number. And I hope that that blesses you. And um, all right. Registrations uh, are banging right now. So I hope they save their seat soon. <laughs> and this has been the Get It Done podcast. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. And if you've enjoyed the show and you want to support us, hey, can you do me a favor? Can you open up Apple Podcasts, scroll the way to the bottom and just tap that five star? Would you do it? <laughs> it takes five seconds. It's a super easy thing. Tell a friend, uh, subscribe. All those things make a huge difference in helping us reach more people. Uh, thanks again for joining us, Don and Gino. And we'll see you guys at point. Momentum Builder. All right. Thanks, Jimmy. Thank you, Jimmy. You're a rock star, man. Love it. <laughs>